following podcast may contain some adult language. You've been warned. Welcome to Finding the Narrative, a Genesis RPG podcast. This is a show dedicated to the Genesis role-playing system created by Fantasy Flight Games and produced by Edge Studios. A show in which we, your hosts, discuss all things Genesis from both a player's and a GM's perspective. I'm Tony Fanning, and with me as always are my good friends, co-hosts, brothers from other mothers, Chris Holmes, and Stefan Dragonspawn. Homie, how are you on this fine Christmas weekend? Um, I'm doing pretty good, man. Um, so my daughters, they're great. Lexi paint me a pic, painted me a picture of like these two, like green eyes, kind of a little bit of more of an impressionist abstract. And I think I've got the next big, bad evil guy in a um, fantasy setting for sure. Definitely inspiring. So thank you. And then my, then my, my youngest, Fallon, she got me something called Heroes Feast. Oh, it's nice! Basically, the D and D the D and D cookbook. Um, you got that was, too, huh? Yeah, was gonna make <laughs> was gonna make orc bacon today, but um, <laughs> you know, gonna have to try the orc bacon because I got brown sugar, salt, pepper, orange juice. Yeah, so we're gonna try that at some point. <laughs> I'll nice. let you guys know how it is. Maybe I'll um, vacuum seal it and mail it to you. <laughs> Mail some tea. <laughs> so, <laughs> so how about you, Stefan? How you doing, buddy? I'm pretty good too. I'm pretty good too. We're uh, surviving up here in the Great Great White North. Uh, couldn't go to my folks' uh, place because both there and here are doing some more lockdown. Ah. But we're all safe. We did some uh, FaceTime conversations, which is nice still. Yeah. And. Uh, yeah, the dogs are enjoying all the snow. Uh, they're running around like crazy in it. So they're cool. big Bernese mountain dogs. So they they love this kind of weather. Awesome. Uh, other than that, nothing much there. Staying nice and safe. Uh, what about you, Tony? Stayed home. Didn't do anything. Wife and I spent the entire holiday, just the two of us at home. Mm. It was quiet. Just us and the dog. I think the, I think she posted like five videos of the dog playing to the to Facebook. I saw uh, one of them, yeah, with you uh, <laughs> playing tug-of-war. <laughs> yeah, awesome. uh, I made her her favorite dish uh, mm. for Christmas dinner, uh, whitefish Grenoble. Um, mm. I made that for her, and she was all excited. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we, yeah, we just relaxed around the house. I played a ton of Cyberpunk 2077 this weekend. Like, <laughs> like 20 hours. <laughs> it's awesome, dude. <laughs> Finish it yet? <laughs> no. Why do I have to? Is did there you a get all of the? Did you get all of the achievements on it yet? I have an entire suit of legendaries, uh, and all my weapons are legendary. Does that count? <laughs> Sounds good. I to guess. How about your car? Is that is that is that legendary and in, indestructible yet? I, <laughs> I do. Have, that's not indestructible. There's no way I'll never be able to drive. I wish they had an indestructible car. It might. I might survive driving. Um, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> but uh, I don't think I'll ever get any better at it at the, this point. I, I can make it from point A to point B with at least one crash. That's it. <laughs> awesome. That is um, awesome. But uh, I am driving the 210 mile an hour sports car. So 
<laughs> in my defense, hairpin curves are, are a bitch. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> imagine so. <laughs> Got to learn how to do that, that um, Night City Drift. Right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Or thing something. handles like a boat. <laughs> oh, but anyhow, no, I've just been enjoying the, 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 the trickle down mm. of 2020. It's almost like we're putting it in a in a box and saying goodbye to it. Yeah. A coffin is more like a, you know, just nail a chat. Some, <laughs> I want to put it in put one of those. Put some wards on it and you know, let's never speak about it. Yeah. And you know what? I want to put it in a box with those. You know how dynamite just kind of de- decays over time? That's why I want to yeah. put like 20, 2020 in one of those boxes, you know, and just like shoot it up in the air. <laughs> <laughs> just. But knowing our luck, it's probably going to end up being freaking puzzle box to uh, <laughs> like in Hellraiser, and it's just the beginning. Yeah, <laughs> God, we can do it. No, all kidding aside, we are doing our 2020 wrap up show. Mm-hmm. So let's wrap this bitch up. Go ahead. Oh, thank you, Stefan. All right. So, welcome to Boosting the Signal, where Stefan is going to share all the hot Genesis news um, off of the um, from the Drive Through RPG, the uh, Edge Studio section of Drive Through RPG. So, um, what you got for us, bud? Well, first off, I've got two little things. Um, one is uh, a little adaptation called Historias del Bucle, which is Spanish for Tales from the Loop. So a while back, uh, there was a role-playing game uh, kind of inspired from, you know, playing young kids in this, with these all kinds of weird things happening in their uh, in the world around them. And um, it was a great setting with lots of evocative images of the 80s that never was, uh, with these weird things that are happening. So people in Europe uh, adapted the Tales from the Loop setting to Genesis, but like I said, in Spanish. Uh, but it still looks good. I looked real quickly at their uh, preview on DriveThruRPG. It's over 180 pages, uh, so it covers, I think, all the more importantes points and features uh, on that period of that setting. And cool. I think. In Spanish, you could people who speak Spanish or are more Latino could easily ad- adapt it. You know, you know, there's a lot of Spanish people in Europe and in in the Americas, so they can relate to either either settings or uh, locations that are in the main main book. Uh, that's why it's a bit more expensive. It's at twenty four dollars and twenty three cents US. It, that probably converts from euros, so that's sure. probably why the 20, now is that cents. is that one hundred eighty pages? That metric system. Yeah, metric pages. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, link in the show notes for that. So, you want to, if anyone who speaks a bit of Spanish uh, wants to muddle through, or if you're fluent Spanish, then it'll be easy for you. And then it's uh, a follow up to uh, something else that came up a little while ago. I talked about it on the previous show Fantastic Factions by none other than a friend of the show, Chris Markham. 
the Bard of Manara, as I like to call him, since he's coming up with all kinds <laughs> of stuff for, uh, for Turnoff. So Keith Keith Kappel gave him a thumbs up to use the faction supplement that he produced. And that allowed Chris to create 10 types of factions within Minara and Terranoth uh, with different ranks and uh, charts. So each one has its own charts of five ranks uh, or tiers uh, with 50 new talents inside. Uh, he... Uh, he gave us a, a nice copy, a free copy for us to look at, and I, I did look into it a little bit more. And he keeps some of the factions open-ended, a bit generic, uh, so that the GM can customize them. For example, the one is the Assassin Brotherhood. Could be any assassin group in the in the game world. For example, he mentions the Hishari His, Brotherhoods of Alkalim, which would be said, of course, in the sort of like Arabian Nights kind of setting or a realm uh, of Al-Kalim. You could set them also uh, in uh, in the kingdom of, uh, or kingdom area of Manara or the jungles, uh, whatever. You could have a, a secret brotherhood of assassin there. And then he details a few more specific ones, uh, such as uh, the Laura Moore military or the marshals that travel the lands. But even then, this could also be used as templates for other factions in Tyrannoth or your own homebrew campaign. So any kind of you know, police or law enforcement groups, you could substitute that uh, for the marshals. Just change the, the name if you want. Cool. And that's uh, 21 pages for only 250 Nice. Does he have a Mimic so, Brotherhood uh, or the Mimic uh, Cartel? Um, <laughs> no. I'm sure you you can make one. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. Just stat out They're the mimics. The cult of seeming, by the way. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Yep. <laughs> Seem seems like this table has been here before. Seems like yeah. It seems like a seeming. table to me. <laughs> yeah. Did that tur- did that table just burp? <laughs> seems like it. <laughs> And I'm just sort of that dresser just went. <laughs> I think it's looking at me. <laughs> All right. So yeah. So I hope uh, that helps uh, uh, put a little bit of a shine on those two products and boost uh, your signal. And uh, hopefully you'll uh, you'll check those out. Links, uh, like I said, in the show notes. Yeah. So that's it for boosting the signal for this uh, this show. Welcome to the Books of Genesis, where we break down a subject of one of the books of Genesis, bit by bit. But not today. No, today we are breaking down the year of 2020 that was, bit by bit, piece by piece, and we're chucking it in a fucking trash can. Yeah, good fucking riddance. <laughs> and then we're sharing our hopes and thoughts and dreams and plans for 2020. And the dumpster fire that is 2020. <laughs> yeah, we're going to warm our hands on that dumpster fire right now, right? <laughs> right. And as I said, twenty, we're sharing our hopes and thoughts and dreams and whatnots for 2021. And let's, you know, hope that that's better. <laughs> well, that's one hope and dream. 
Uh, yes. Spoiler alert, by the way, I think all three of us want 2021 to be better. Yes. <laughs> it's oh, not a spoiler alert. Thing. The whole fucking world does. <laughs> Pretty much. I know. All righty. Okay. All right. So shows of 2020, we did. We, yeah. I, I did a little metric here for us because I, like I think it's nice to fig, you know, to to kind of put this in perspective. Mm-hmm. Right. So we did um, a grand total of, um, if you count this one, 15, mm-hmm. 11, 26 episodes this year. Nice. Which is our goal each year to get 25. So we're overachieving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I, was it a leap year? That <laughs> <laughs> no, in fact, we we even had a two week vacation. We kind of right. did, um, so that came out really nice. Yeah, uh, but we had ourselves um, for the first time. Uh, we had ourselves a couple of different show formats. Uh, one was successful. One was not so much. Um, or, well, I shouldn't say it wasn't successful. It's just we found it wasn't our style. Right. And that was the founder focus episodes. We did four of those, and while all of our guests were great. For mm-hmm. us, it didn't feel like our show, right? Right. Yeah. The so we kind of basically the kind of shows, yeah. kind of rolled that out of the show schedule. We did. Yeah. Um, Unless something really special will come up, I don't think we're going to do it anymore. Right. Probably not. It, it have to be something unique. Mm-hmm. Right. But um, uh, then we had seven actual play episodes. Seven, more our style. Yeah, those were, those were fun. I think those were more our style too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and speaking of that, more to come on that. Yeah. Um, then we had, including this. Well, I don't really call this one a regular show, but fourteen regular topic shows, right? Covering various topics from the books and from our setting creation conversations on mm-hmm. uh, Tales of the Epsilon Eclipse. And I think didn't we add? Right. Um, we added the. Did we add the boosting the signal and the on the slab this year, or did we start those last year? Those came remember. out of our September summit last year. Gotcha. And we kind of okay. I thought that on the slab came in maybe a little later. A little later. I started it in November, but it, the idea right. okay. was born in September. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, Which I think but both no, of those we segments had started, are awesome. By the way. Oh, thank you. Great additions. Most definitely. Uh, totally agree with Stefan's edition of the uh, boosting the signal. I really enjoy oh. hearing about stuff that I missed. Like, I did not even hear about that uh, Spanish-produced uh, Tales from the Loop. Um, That's it. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Is it a knockoff, or is it a reproduction? No, no. It's it like seems to be like... version, right? It's their conversion of it. Like, uh, I wonder how they got away with avoiding copyright. I don't know. Maybe there's a disclaimer in Spanish that I didn't uh, quite get, but uh, maybe they asked permission. Well, <laughs> maybe they did, or maybe there are different rules um, being in in Europe. If there are different trademark yep. rules over there, I don't maybe. know. Oh yeah, there's the origin yeah, of it. That, maybe I forget mm-hmm. that the globe doesn't follow the U.S. Uh, <laughs> laws all the time. No, Not all very, the time. No, <laughs> very United States centric. That my brain is, you know. Mm. Well, um, that's it is okay. what it is. <laughs> Yep. Or maybe I was just teasing, getting you guys to admit that. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, yeah. So I think we covered quite a bit of material this year. 
We did. Well, yeah. Yeah. And, and even if we don't do the founder focus anymore, the, the AP's actual plays actually allow us to sometimes bring in someone else, you know, a friend of ours, a friend of the show, uh, individual friends of ours that doesn't, uh, that can contribute to the show. This is true. This is true. Yeah. Yeah. And we had the, um, we had the release of of Keyforge this year, right? Yeah. Which kind of took up some of the content and yeah, um, and that was had, the final book from Fantasy Flight Games. Um, yeah. And um, the other product that they had released this year was the um, adversary slash I don't even story element cards or whatever that they had for Keyforge. Oh, yeah. They were yeah. weirdly sized. <laughs> right. Really. <laughs> Yes, that was the my only my only problem with them is that they were such a weird size that I can't find a sheath for them. <laughs> right? Were they um, too big or too small? Or they're too big. They're oh, too wow. big for a like a standard. See, I store all my Sleeve, stuff yeah. in a three ring binder. Yep. And so I put all my cards and adversary cards in a three ring binder, and I have them in there. And so the pages that those go into, um, I buy standard card stock ones, and I can just slide the cards in. Well, these were weird shaped and I don't, I haven't found a sleeve, um, a, sh- a three ring binder sleeve that fits them uh, right. uh, without having a lot of slack gotcha. uh, in there. Yeah. 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 They're just an odd oh. shape. That was my only yeah. complaint about them. Otherwise they were really nice. Well, if you want to protect them, I guess you could have them plastified like laminated. No, but then that's put them in the, but then to put them in that, the, yeah. the three ring binder, you still wouldn't be able to. Yeah. I'd, yeah, no, well, I'd have to make yeah. a th- take, get a buy a three hole punch, or take mm-hmm. them to a Staples, which now the Staples that was a block from my house is uh, about fifty blocks the other way. Ah, it's too much work. I'll just put them <laughs> on the shelf. <laughs> put them on the shelf. <sighs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, covered so a bit more. The- I think we, I think we, um, I think we covered a bit more content than the expanded players guide too. No, that didn't come out yeah. this year. That came out last year, but we did. Right, but yeah, we've, been put, we've been putting a lot of put a, a lot of emphasis, and we still got a few more shows to come out of that book. Is yeah. that was a oh, yeah. high quality book that um, you know where the where the Genesis Core rule book kind of fed us for a year. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Terranoth and Shadows Beanstalk kind of fed us for a year too. Um, mm-hmm. but they added more lore than content. Yeah, uh, yeah, and. Uh, same thing with Keyforge; it added more lore than content. Whereas with the expanded player's guide, it was all content. It's all tools for the Genesis system. Well, yeah. so sometimes defining a bit more what was missing in the core book, like vehicles. We're going to probably revisit that, but a bit more tones, uh, adversaries, uh, oh, we, oh, which yeah. we did focus on in an entire episode on, uh, or two even, right. about about adversaries. Magic. How to build them and the, yeah. added the three magic, um, three magic actions, yeah. and a bunch yep. of talents related, yep. you know, magic focused talents. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, that was cool. Now, and another thing we did in our standard show topics is we pretty much put to bed the creation conversations for uh, Tales of the Epsilon Eclipse yeah. with all of the adversaries and. The talents and the, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. the archetypes, careers, skills. skills. Yeah. Then we talked about mm-hmm. the bar tab, our own twist yeah. on what the obligation mechanic from oh, Star no. Wars, right? 
Right. Yep. Now, all of which, I mean, boiled down to having pretty decent, cool setting for one shots, in my opinion. I don't know if I, I think so. Yeah. I don't know if I find a lot of um, footing for a huge campaign, maybe short campaign oh, in it. Short campaign, story arcs, yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that was that was fun. Yeah, well, oh yeah, yep, that was pretty good. And just throwing ideas around, you know, my insect people and Chris's lumberjacks and uh, <laughs> and the various. Oh yes, the order of the to- axe of saw. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Torrens, various torrens. Yep. Those, those were fun to create. Yeah, they were. Oh man, it, yeah, uh, the, the whole setting was fun to create, and oh, over yeah. time the evolution of the original idea, which we were just like, let's create a space fantasy, but not really space. Let's do dimensional travel. And that's where we're at. Space and time. And then Stefan's like, well, I would put bugs in it. All right. (laughs) And then that mode of like, that's it. No. (laughs) I want bug characters. With psionics. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'll create one character character race that's three little buggers. That's <laughs> so right. One character. <laughs> and then that uh, was probably by far my favorite. Of yeah. I like that one. Races, yeah. yeah and you know, like your, little, your three little buggers could be lumberjacks, too. So, <laughs> yep, they I mean, got to throw lumberjacks in there. Of course. <laughs> I mean, that's totally obvious. Well, I, I liked when, when we played an advantageous threat, and I, I, I decided to roll up a character. One of those uh, Zol characters mm-hmm. uh, of three, so zip, zap, and zoom. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, those, that was good. That we was had a good. lot of good advantageous threats this year, believe oh, it or not. Yeah, we had yeah, lots we of did. fun. Yeah, and I'm glad I we threw started. my hat to the ring. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Once in a while. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad we started putting the characters on RPG sessions. It makes kind of finding them and actually using them again so much easier. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, yeah, gosh. Yeah, the, yeah, those are good. <laughs> yep. Instead um, of going back through the episodes of like, oh, when did I create this character? What episode was that? What theme was that? <clears throat> That's it. So Exactly. But also nope. for the year, we kind of increased our social media presence with Stefan stepping forward and um, creating mm-hmm. the Twitter account for us and Really getting into kind of being our community outreach, so to speak. Yeah, sometimes I was the one contacting people like, hey, do you want to come on the show? And we're still doing founder stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes I do get some interactions with some of our listeners and followers on uh, on Twitter. Uh, a couple of them, uh, Cody and uh, Jer, I believe it is, or Nico, one, one, another guy in the because that's the first name that I, on his profile, Nico and Cody, uh, which I sometimes interact with. Thank you, guys. Cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm more of a social media lurker. I'm there because I have to be because if I wasn't, my wife would question my sanity. Um, <laughs> other than that. There you go. Yeah. Um, added to, um, I think we added our uh, – in the last few months, I think I added us to um, Amazon um, podcasts and music, right? Google Play Play podcasts or whatever it is. Google, Google Play, podcasts. Google podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, uh, it's been a, I mean, a constructive year for us. We even 
Yeah. We even stepped out of our um, our shell and became an independent show this year. Kind of yeah. uh, yeah. went off on our own, and uh, that's been a fun experience. Just the, just the three of us, and yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, we're still in contact with some of the people who are on Nerds International, but yeah, we just stepped away. That's all. Yeah. We continue forward. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's right. right. That is so, right. So, uh, what do you guys, uh, what, how was, I mean, we all know how 2020 for, was for everyone, but can you think of mm-hmm. some positive, I guess, things to say about how 2020 helped for the year? How about you, homie? I, um, cranked up the online gaming <laughs> with you guys <laughs> to 11 <laughs> which yeah. actually yeah that fucking kept me sane all all year so thank you guys and thanks to all the guys mm. listening <laughs> who i've gamed yeah. with that it's just guys it who have volunteered to run shit for for uh-huh. us and for us volunteering shit to run shit for each other has been therapeutic <sighs> in a way <laughs> yeah yes. definitely deep sigh can breathe and escaped this crazy freaking world man that we're living in that's changed yeah most definitely yeah no yeah well that's it like uh, yeah it has been a bit more difficult but i'm very thankful and grateful for for you two guys you know great friends i think that Mm -hmm. being still able to uh to nerd out over genesis and other (laughs) role-playing stuff has has helped cheers Uh, to that cheers uh yeah even though my my own internet limits maybe um, how long I can game remotely, it has helped. Uh, sometimes when I think if this had happened during the uh, 80s or 90s, uh, when I don't think anyone could have adapted so well. It's like, oh no, there's no internet. It's like, what do we do? We can't game face to face. Crap. Yeah, yeah technology <laughs> well, definitely helps for sure. Uh, if it happens, if it had happened in the early 80s, I would have been too young mm. to care. I would have just been home playing all day, digging mm. uh, digging in my driveway, creating stuff for my Star Wars figures and my Matchbox cars. Oh, <laughs> Matchbox cars. You park your cars too? Like I did? Yep. If, oh. if it had been uh, in the late 80s, I probably just would have been high the entire time and not really noticed. Nice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if it'd been the nineties, I'd have been too busy staying at home dad thing to care. So <laughs> there you go. Uh, I was single during those uh those decades, uh, years. Uh, so I was still gaming a lot, uh face to face. So I would have uh, gone maybe a little bit batster crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'll tell you, doing this show, keeping this show going every week, every other week helped too. Keeping that oh, yeah. On, yeah. on on the on the schedule and keeping that going, yeah, that helped for sure. Yeah, there were times it kind of was difficult to get motivated to mm-hmm. try and be positive for everybody when the whole world around you is just kind of mm-hmm. um, on the shit. Fe- feels <laughs> yeah. like it's falling apart. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. And, I know. And I'll, I I can say for without a doubt that that is definitely more perception than a reality. Yeah. That. Um, we have to take a breath. We have to realize that we still have, you know, a lot of us still have a lot to be thankful for, a lot of good things in our lives. Oh, yeah. And, well, yeah, uh, I, yeah I was going to say, like, uh, it made me appreciate where I live more, even though, like I said, the internet thing is one thing, but I, we have a, le- a nice big plot of 11 acres of land. 
are we have great neighbors, even though they're not next door, but they're still close enough that we can stay in contact, but we could yeah. still walk around the land. Uh, we're not stuck in a small apartment in Toronto or Montreal or any other big city and oh, a yeah. condo and not allowed to go out. No, we right. can go out in and out whenever we want and have the, the dogs play around, uh, which was great during the summertime because we spent most of the time on the front porch on our gin and tonic deck. <laughs> the gin and tonic nice. Yep, that's the official name, although it can be expanded to other things. But you know, sometimes <laughs> the weather permitting, we'd have breakfast, lunch, and supper there. So, <laughs> with the dogs running around. So, that's nice. great. Now, nice. I, I kind of, for myself, um, I just want to say this um, before we move into how we want to, how we want the future to go. And I want to just say that my, um, my heart goes out to anyone who lost someone this year to the pandemic mm-hmm. or otherwise. And the, I'm sure I speak for both my co-hosts here when I say that um, we raise a glass Mm-hmm. together uh, yep. in a salute to all the fallen. Mm-hmm. Yep. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And well said, Tony. Yep. Nope. And going forward. Yeah. So <sighs> what do you want? What What do you want next year? What are your wishes, Tony? <laughs> what, do, what do I want? I want more. I want World peace. No, just kidding. I mean, I want that too, but... Um, <laughs> All right, Miss Michigan. No. What else? <laughs> uh, no, what I, speaking specifically from Genesis' viewpoint, mm-hmm. um, I'd like to see Edge Studios step up and put out more content, whether it be adversaries or more talents or more lore or more um adventures you know adventures uh for their existing properties particularly realms of terranoth and shadow of the beanstalk i'd like to see those lines breathe the new life with edge studios um Mm -hmm. um i know they've got a great writing staff uh at least two of them i know Mm -hmm. (laughs) i've talked to Uh, and uh, they're friends of the show, um, and um, and they've got a great head of the studio there. So I'm hoping that they'll they'll do that, that they'll breathe some more life into those settings because they're great settings. Right. What about yeah. you, homie? Myself, Tannhauser. <laughs> I want the Tannhauser setting, but well, I you're not getting get a book. You want the announcement? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I want that. I don't want it. I want it. Want it. Want it. Um, but you know what? I, I, what I would also like. I want. I want that zombie side RPG to come out at some point because I know they have that on the Edge Studios site. You know, I'm like, mm. all right, I'll yeah. do that. Yeah. What if it uses its own funky dice? Are you gonna? Are you gonna buy them? Yeah, well, five copies. <laughs> Five sets of dice, probably. <laughs> yeah, it's that one for him, one for me, one for you. I wouldn't one for doubt Jamie, they will for, Dar- for, for Daryl. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sure they'll probably use their own funky dice, probably the same dice as the as the board game if they're smart. Um, so you can, if you have the board game or whatever, you could reuse them. <clears throat> you could re- reuse those dice that you have, but I don't know. That'd just be interesting, just something new, something fresh. So, how about you, Stefan? Me? Well, 
a bit like you guys, yeah, more content for what they've already have would be great, of course. Uh, but uh, you know, also coming up with maybe some accessories. Sometimes I have ideas. You know, I, I came up with my own critical uh, hit uh, cards, uh, critical injury cards. Well, they could come up with one uh, for Genesis. Uh, they did some for, for Star Wars and some other stuff. You know, uh, story point tokens and stuff. This is all items that could be more for face-to-face games, which right now eh, <laughs> can yeah, wait. Not so much now, I guess. <laughs> That's You're it. You're always looking it, to accessorize, aren't you? Yes. Oh, yeah. It's all about the accessories. So. <laughs> but no, I guess it would be some great ideas for uh, great tools. I've made my sometimes some of, some of my own in the meantime. Other than that, yeah, Twilight Imperium that they've announced, that's a pretty good setting for sci-fi. But yeah, we'll come up with some more stuff for what they've already got out there. You know, other companies come up with all kinds of stuff for, uh, for their products, yeah. not just the main bolt. <laughs> so, yeah. you know. This is true. Luckily, we have some, uh, some great product, con- uh, product content creators out there, you know, first through the Foundry and now Edge Studios. Yep. So there is some support out there. Yeah, just keep putting your stuff up on uh, Drive Through RPG. Um, Stefan will find it. We'll oh, make yeah. it on the show. <laughs> I almost forgot something when we were in the in memoriam section. Oh, um, yeah. it was announced last week. Oh, that yes. Fantasy Flight Games will be closing down the mm. RPG forums. Yep, right. I wanted to mention that too, and I forgot to put it in the notes. I think it's January thirty first was going to be their the last day, right? Right, that's what it was. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So we've, uh, if you have anything on there that you want to, like, I went on there and downloaded a few things just to that I had put off from the um, Genesis uh, section there mm-hmm. and the Star Wars section, where just to have those resources available on my computer, I think uh, everybody should do that before the end of the month if you want it. Yeah, there's good resources on there that were created by players and GMs alike. Uh, mm-hmm. That they're, they'll they'll I'm sure they'll find new homes, mm-hmm. but right now while they're all in one place, go get them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And if you want to scroll back, scroll back through some of the older episodes where where we did the um, what do you call it? Where we did the 50 pieces of awesome. I've linked mm-hmm. for the most part. I'd say nine nine times out of ten, it was the link to the actual thread in those forums right. where I got those downloads. Maybe a few few of them had like their the the um the direct links to them um if you wanted to check all those things out so yeah. feel free oh, yeah there's also forward. my li- there's also my link to dragon star so it's all there so if you want to <laughs> plug <laughs> yeah shameless plug right shameless plug <laughs> <laughs> but going forward you know they're the community we're still strong on Facebook. We're still strong on MeWe. We're still strong on Reddit. We're still strong on, um, there's a Genesis Discord server where a lot of the people that created those things hang out. Mm -hmm. um, And go to those communities and ask around. I'm sure somebody will have what you're looking for. If if there was something in the forum and you just missed it, missed the deadline, you got sidetracked or whatever, you didn't get on there, get it. They'll be willing um, to share. Exactly. I don't know. Um, several people have asked uh, Scott Zumwalt or Drainsmith to uh, house 
things on his um, repository of everything or whatever it is. Suppository of everything? I can't. That's a Depository of everything. Depository, not suppository. It's not a bunch of shit up there. That was good stuff. Uh, i It's good shit, uh, though, I must say. <laughs> that is some good shit. It's some good shit up there. So I guess you could call it a suppository of everything. Uh, but no, it, he, he's he's uh, got a lot of stuff there already, and some yeah. people have asked him to add things. So, mm-hmm. so thank you, for <sighs> you guys. Yep. So we have plans. <laughs> we have yeah. plans for 2021. <laughs> Yep. Um, all falling into place. <laughs> That's right. So, uh, without further ado, we will uh, start discussing those. So, what's first thing in order, homie? What, what are you What are you oh, going to do for us? Oh, I'm going to I'm, I'm going to finish our uh, Saturday morning cartoon series of actual plays with the uh, Speed Buggy 2021 Invitational. So, yeah, we're nice. going to have. Tony and Stefan and um, one of our one of our online buddies come join us for a uh, race using projection <laughs> style. <laughs> yeah, speed buggy. <laughs> yeah, can't wait. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's gonna be that'll be fun. So, <laughs> gonna kind of streamline the um, kind of taking what I what I saw in um, let me see one of the last actual plays that I ran or adventure that I, that I saw and the jewel of Yavin, what they did there kind of created my own to kind of give it a nice little feel. So we'll, we'll see how that plays. We'll see how it plays. I'm yeah. curious. Yeah. And, and that kind of started with me just deciding uh, by, by chance, I want to run a Johnny quest thing. Yeah. <laughs> and then Tony's like, well, I want to do Thunder. And we're like, well, shit. Yeah. I, now I got to do a Saturday morning. Yeah. So what other Saturday <laughs> morning not? cartoons? And then we're like, well, let's make it a Saturday morning cartoon series. All right. Well, let's yeah. do it. That was kind of yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Love it when those things just pop out of our yeah. gray matter, if you will. That's it. <laughs> we have our moments of brilliance. Yeah, sometimes. There are a few far, far between, and sometimes alcohol-induced, but hey. <laughs> there you go. And it's not oh, the it's COVID. we're calling it now. It's not what we're calling it now. It's brilliance. Yeah. Well, <laughs> brilliance is relative, isn't it? Or that's beauty. Well, whatever. <laughs> Inspiration or... Oh, gosh. Yeah. Hey, Stefan, what's the other thing? What's the next thing we were going to do more uh, of next year? Well, we want to do more setting spotlight settings. Setting uh, the spotlight. I think we have one or two left yeah. to round out and have all of the sample settings that they yeah. put in the books. Yep. Comment yeah. it on and have our own. Because I think we did the sort of mythic. Yeah, we, we did do the mythic heroes out of the EPG. Mm-hmm. I think we did post apocalyptic. Post apocalyptic. Mm-hmm. I think there was a monster. Monstrous one? Yeah, Monster do? World. We have yeah. to do there. Haven't done yeah. that one yet. Yeah. And um, yeah. and then of course we've got uh, finishing our dissection of the EPG, as we mentioned earlier. We've got a show or two on vehicles, and then we're yeah. probably gonna do a show or two on 
setting creation rules from there, the random tables and whatnot. Oh, Maybe just uh, have yeah. some fun with it. Randomly um, create our own yeah. world or three worlds I, or whatever the heck it is. Yeah, I don't setting. think we're gonna. I don't think gonna we're gonna do a setting uh, this year of a new one. I don't. I think um, I'm gonna hold off on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but we'll we'll go through that. We'll go through the random tables, like rolling, making those rolls on random rolls on those that table for that setting. We didn't do that, do we? we no, the we adversary haven't. Part. So when we created our settings, um, both of them, the EPG, uh, when we had our brainstorming sessions, the EPG had not dived into our hands. Right, oh. and so. I think it'd be fun to just see what kind of settings Randomly we could come up, up with with a few random rolls. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Definitely. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Let's see. And then. Um, and then. Yeah. What else we got coming and up? Then, well, uh, Stefan, we got mm-hmm. something coming that's right up your alley mm-hmm. with the uh, the new shows that are coming. Some of them. What do you got? What do you? What are we gonna do, buddy? Well, yeah, the, we'll be focusing a bit more on uh, some various uh, offerings that people come up with uh, on the Foundry. Or you know, uh, So instead of me just speaking briefly on maybe one, two, or maybe three uh, products, uh, we'll delve a little bit more deeply into uh, one of those items and uh, review it a bit more uh in depth. Cool. Oh yeah, I Formally think some of the, the foundry, but the, yeah, uh, some the of the studio space. Yeah. Studio foundry. Some of those offerings up there are full setting books, and I'm I think mm-hmm. deserve uh, you know an entire show to discuss. I think. Right. Right. I look forward to that. Yeah, definitely. And then. Oh yeah. So the big news, I guess I'll take it. So yeah. the big news of in our show. Is uh, is gonna be our show format. So we're still gonna continue to do biweekly shows, um, or at least attempt to do biweekly. I'm mm-hmm. sure that when the um, when we're all let out of the baby, when the baby gate is open and we're all allowed to travel <laughs> again, that there may be weeks where we're <laughs> taken off for vacations. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, we may have little breaks here and there. But we're still planning on doing the bi-weekly offerings, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And uh, But we're going to be doing some actual play campaigns. Yeah. So short campaigns. And uh, I'll be kicking that off for us in February. And so our format will be for the year, starting with Chris's first uh, actual play uh, that rounds out the Saturday morning cartoon series. Then we'll have a regular show. Then we'll have an actual play as part of a campaign. And then we'll have a regular show. And when we'll continue that, every other episode will be part of that campaign. Now we may sprinkle in a one shot here and there. Um, but we're going to do regular show, actual play, regular show, actual play, and go back and forth. Mm-hmm. And the main reason for that is, if you guys haven't noticed out there, there's not a lot of content left to cover that we haven't covered mm-hmm. in Genesis, uh, in the offerings that have been done by the publisher. 
right. thus far. Right, right. And so in order to slow our material dissemination, we're going to be playing a little more. Yeah. So, and I tell you, I look forward to doing a, an actual campaign. We can talk about how characters evolve um, over time. Yep. Um, and um, my first one will be to offer up a campaign for um, Primordial Machina. I'll be doing one for Stefan and Chris, and we haven't decided whether we were going to have a third guest or whether we were going to make it more two-player, personable. I'm not sure. Yeah. So we'd probably uh, be able to get we'd probably able to get more done with just the two of us if we <laughs> stretch the you know the story more. You know, with just mm-hmm. two of us, we could could that'd be cool. More R O L E play as opposed to R O L L play. Yeah, <laughs> that too. <laughs> yep, we could do that. Yeah, and um, so yeah, that's a possibility. Uh, but I will be running Primordial Machina, and that'll be instead of everybody you know making new characters, we were just gonna we're just gonna kick that off with the pregens that I made and allow these two decide what pregen they want to play and then kind of evolve them. Um, oh yeah. yeah. Afterwards, so that'll be fun. Yep. Yeah, that will be. Yeah, tweak them a little bit and see as as they go along. And, and speaking, we'll of, speaking of Primordial Machina, that was one of the things we're going to commit to this year is um, finishing that up. Um, finishing yes, the maybe. Assembly. Maybe. Yes, maybe. <laughs> uh, yes, maybe. Yes, maybe. And yes, maybe finally committing to finishing the assembly of. <laughs> and sharing I, always say maybe. I, always, I always say maybe because you never know what the world's going to throw at us. I mean, this year it threw a pandemic at us. Kind of yeah. did. Kind of did. I yeah. am not. I'm not ruling out it never being done. <laughs> yeah, and maybe we just maybe this year we just do one of them. You know, maybe Primordial Machina because yeah. it's the oldest. Get that one out, and maybe Epsilon Eclipse will be the following year. Yeah. And yes. Maybe. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Maybe. Yes. <laughs> yes. No. Maybe for sure. Around that time, ETA. Kind of yeah. Ish. A very okay. <laughs> okay. It will come out around that time. Exactly. <laughs> Not wishy-washy at all. <laughs> by December, not saying which year, but by December it should be up. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe, because what if there are no more Decembers? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. Never know. They may invent a new method of keeping time. Yeah. I'm not saying that in a negative light. <laughs> Progress. Well, I mean, come on. <laughs> to be honest, now let's be fair, okay? We have okay, one, December? two, three, four. We have like four more days for that alien invasion to happen. All right? So Hey, hey, hey. That could, just, ha- that could fuck with time. I mean, remember, Reign of Fire occurred during December of 2020. Did it just really? saying, the dragon apocalypse could happen tomorrow. Oh, Ooh, dragons. Oh, I like dragons. Yeah, yeah you do. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're very fiery like Zandra. Nice. <laughs> well, I know what character you're going to be playing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, so, gentlemen, final words on the wrap-up for the year or the future? Chris? Mm-hmm. Me? My final words will be 
hashtag flush 2020. I mean, I saw that on a billboard the other day for a plumbing site. (laughs) (laughs) That's great advertising right there. Yeah, it was. It's hashtag flush 2020. I'm like, what the fuck? Why not? I just almost called him. Down the drain. Yeah, down the drain, man. But um, no, but seriously, um, just want to continue gaming. Having fun with it, most definitely. Love escaping, coming up with new worlds, new adventures, and new stories, new characters, good times. You know, want to see whether we can take down the Mimic Cartel in Eberron (laughs) at some point this year. That'd be great. Cult of Seeming. Cult of Seeming. (laughs) Yeah, the Cult of Seeming. (laughs) How about you guys? Oh, uh, final words. Yeah. Uh, Hey, 2020, fuck the hell off. Um, (laughs) Okay. Take a long walk off a short pier. You've been sticking around way too long. Let's reboot this fucker. All right. Uh, Let's never talk about the shortcut ever again. So (laughs) my favorite meme or something about that is like when God says, all right. So speaks to his angel, Gabriel. Have you uh, done the uh, the uh, the pandemics or the the cataclysms for uh, for the twenties? Uh, what were you in twenty twenty? No, no, the twenties, <laughs> the two thousand twenties. Oh no, uh, you, you you wanted to space them out for over for over, <laughs> over a decade. Nice. I just condensed them all into twenty twenty. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, my lord. <laughs> Feels like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it hopefully. Um, for me, the final word on 2020 is au revoir. Good luck. Bye-bye. Yes. <laughs> Don't let the, the door hit you on the ass or please do. <laughs> but we've, we've learned social, social distance is a good thing through mm-hmm. the year. We've learned, most of us have learned that social mm-hmm. distance is a good thing. And for an introvert who doesn't like to be touched, that has been a positive of 2020. I'd like people <laughs> to carry into the future. Um, just, you know, can we not shake hands ever again? That'd be great. (laughs) That's right. Not for me. Each other. That's right. Oh, by the way, wear your mask over your fucking nose. Who cares if you can't breathe? (laughs) Idiots. All of you fucking idiots, man. It's a mask. Don't wear wear the, put the masks over your nose. Hey, new studies have shown that the nostrils are connected to the lungs. Believe it or not. Yeah. Believe it or not. Talking. <laughs> All fake um, news. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, uh, yeah, 20, 2020 could suck it. So yeah. let's. Oh well, let's for me, for me, it's been tougher because I'm a hugger. I like physical contact. I can, uh, I can respect yeah. someone else who might not like it as much. But yeah, it's like okay, I have to stay oh, you away. You can respect that. Be... What? I can. <laughs> you showed me at the con. <laughs> Love you, Stafford. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're the one when we met at the con we, we recorded on the show. You're the one who sat next to me on the bed. On the bed. <laughs> in Tony's room. In your guy's room. How do you even mentioned it on the, on the recording. Right. Hey, I'm yeah. sitting on the bed with, my, with Stefan. <laughs> yeah. All uh, we had to do was know. lie back and we, were, we could say, I'm lying down in the bed with Stefan. <laughs> well. Alrighty then. I'm oh, I'm and, in bed with Stefan. <laughs> let's hope. 
that the one thing that 2020 didn't no. kill no. Uh, is conventions, and we can get back to doing that next year because I'd like to yeah. have live. I'd like to commit to going to the convention. You know, I, I mentioned it to you guys, and I've, we not mentioned it. And I was going to, this is my surprise final word, mm -hmm. is that we as a group, the three of us, have decided to try and make it to the next available Gamer Nation Con down in um, Texas. Texas. Um, yeah, that's right. Dallas, Texas. Yeah, to where the vast majority of the Genesis folks get together, the Star Wars folks get together. <laughs> going to try and commit to making it to the next available one now i know they're postponed their last one and it's probably still going to be booked up so we may have to wait another year Maybe. but that's if conventions come back i hope they do yeah yeah that's uh that's also where our uh, good friend and friend of the show uh darren west lives so it would be great to meet him face to face as well Oh, and yeah. I suppose if they do those, if they do, if they do make it a virtual con, to maybe partake <clears throat> in some of the online gaming, if they do any of that, potentially. Yeah. Yeah. So. I'm trying well, to find out when that is. In 2021. Know. I think the plan was April, as of right now, but we'll see. Yeah. Yep. Anywho. Right. Well, that's pretty much it for the meat and potatoes and <laughs> the vegetable the main course yeah um <laughs> uh, even even the uh, the cranberry gel that nobody likes but i like um you like for that? our show yeah i love that stuff so the rest of you can fuck off it's good stuff <laughs> oh for it you slurps out of the can you got to shake it and it just <laughs> kind of oh yeah cut it and then you slice it okay. oh yeah All you right. cut it in half and you eat an entire half in one bite yeah, Michael makes his homemade oh, cranberry oyster. Open wide. All right, let's go play on the slab. All right. All right. Alright, this is a segment of the show where Tony chooses an adversary from one of the books and we dissect it bit by bit by bit. So what's on the slab today, Tony? <laughs> Why, a little offering from Realms of Terranoth. A little creature that I have loved since the first time I opened this book. <laughs> and Homie said, look at page 192. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, and that is the kobold, 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 kobold ninety six, something like that. Oh. <laughs> yes, the kobolds. Um, so, mm -hmm. to give you their blurb, uh, centuries a sorcerer, centuries ago, a sorcerer desperately in need of minions used magic to twist a race of beast men to suit his own depraved purposes. He made them smaller so that they could better work in tight spaces, slash their intelligence so they could never revolt against him, and then made them genderless so that they wouldn't be distracted by mating <laughs> instincts and gave them the ability to reproduce asexually so they would 
have large numbers for their tasks. He was an exceptionally powerful magician whose intellect was matched only by his lack of foresight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I love this. Yeah. So the kobolds uh, reproduced at an astonishing rate and soon overwhelmed the wizard, his stronghold, and the surrounding lands. Luckily, being small and about as bright as a particularly dim dog, they they tend to fall prey to anything higher up on the food chain, which includes just about everything. Yeah. <laughs> Even so, they remain a blight on every corner of Manara. Occasionally, the kobold may figure out how to construct simple traps, make rudimentary weapons, or even lead a group of their fellows in some semblance of tactics, at which point a pack of kobolds can go from a nuisance to a menace. They carry out raids on isolated farms and so on and so forth. There's The rest is all just kind of setting details. But um, these little guys uh, have a very simple stat profile. Uh, ones in all of their uh, ability <laughs> scores except for agility, where they have a two. Uh, one soak, because of that one brawn, and uh, loincloth does not provide much armor. Nope. <laughs> um, and uh, three wounds, no defense. Mm -hmm. uh, they have group skills of brawl, melee light, and skullduggery. And they're considered a minion group. These guys are considered and, minions. Yes, they are considered a minion. <laughs> uh, they have no talents. But it isn't all that that makes them what they are. It is this. <laughs> Not another! The uh, ability they have. In an encounter with any number of kobolds, the GM may spend to threat from any check made by a PC to add one kobold to an existing minion group or spend a despair to add a new minion group of three Cobalts to the encounter. Now, I've talked about that in the past. That is an amazing ability. Mm -hmm. um, There's a great way to spend threat against Cobalts. And I think we did that in the very first adventure that I ran um, for Terranoth. I actually threw Cobalts at you guys. Um, uh, the, you, the Grognard group. Yep. With you and Daryl, Chris. I think so, yeah. Um, so thinking about how you could do something with these guys for other settings. Now, first of all, you know, you could throw kobolds in Keyforge as is. Yeah. <laughs> you could oh, yeah. throw them in there as is. You could throw them in and just call them gremlins in like a fantasy world. Um, you know, if you wanted to run gremlins, the, the, the movie and you wanted your um, your mugwai to multiply, this would be a great way. Just have you know your characters interacting throughout the beginning of the story, and, and, and starts raining. anytime, Maybe anytime two threaders rolled, anytime two threader a despair is rolled for any roll, and just boop, there's another mugwai. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, there was a puddle there. <laughs> yep. Um, is it eating makes them multiply, or or is it water? It's water. the water that makes them multiply. It's yeah, eating yeah. after midnight that turns them into turns the them evil into monsters. The nasty. Yeah. yeah. But when is the next? When is it okay to eat again? They never clarified that eating after midnight. But ever, it's after midnight right now. 
after yesterday's midnight. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, yeah, it's a time. <laughs> I think it's after some, once, once the, the sun has risen, it's after midnight. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just saying they never yeah, clarified that. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, but anyhow, um, uh, so but also I thought for KeyForge, um, you could really skin it, reskin it a little differently, and turn them into like a kudzu-like plant creature, um, where they're they're these little vine creatures that just multiply like kudzu just quickly just they're growing everywhere what the hell (laughs) yeah (laughs) um in a in a mythic setting you could make them minions of hades um you could just use the cobalt as is but you could make them some sort of minion of hades that he has plagued upon an area um yep yep in shadow with beanstalk you could use them as like a self-replicating robot um that creates via nanobots or um, or a replication software and say like a factory, you know, yeah. you could stage them inside of a factory. Um, and yeah, then a three D uh, printer that keeps popping up cobalt or a robot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Anytime, anytime uh, someone in the factory rolls a despair or um, uh, to threat, boom, more robots. <laughs> nice. Um, but also, uh, I had the, the what really brought me to doing this was I saw that uh, Scott Zumwalt had done a uh, a Krampus um, for the something strange mm-hmm. setting, and uh, he had posted that on the fan, uh, on Facebook, and it was well done. But made me think Krampus doesn't work well without his dark elves That's who right. serve him. And the one thing about Krampus's dark elves is there's always another one popping up That's out right. of the snow. Not another one. <laughs> <laughs> so you could very easily uh, oh my just gosh. Um, and you know make them instead of being uh, the for the Krampus ones instead of making them proficient in um, melee light. Maybe give them a few little um, magic tricks that they can do instead of so they would just be proficient in brawl and skullduggery and then have some magic tricks they could do or maybe increase their cunning by mm-hmm. by one for for the case because those well, are range much light more. range light definitely so they throw snowballs uh, any yeah, little that's toys, true right <laughs> yeah they could just you could just give them range light and then yeah. and then just like maybe a point of uh, throw whatever cunning so that mm-hmm. they're a lot more dangerous yeah yeah <laughs> sinister yes throw those glass but, ornaments at you you know yeah. this is a great this is a great That's minion awesome. to throw in any setting just mm-hmm. rewrite the 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 colored text beforehand there's no huge amount of descriptor in the stat block to where you have oh. i mean as far as their gear, they have claws and teeth that can very easily be changed to um, branches and thorns for a plant creature, or um, yeah. mandibles yeah. and spines for uh, some sort of bug. Right. Whatever you yeah. want. Your self-replicating robots; those could easily be just like a, like a, like a piercing, like you know, leg or whatever. Bladed yeah. leg. Bladed leg or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, stinger. Uh, they've got serrated tail, crude yeah. blade. That's the only other piece of equipment they have. So, yeah, could be and a crude blade could be 
a, any crude weapon, a blunt object that they've picked up or something, yeah. or, um, or um, in the case of the like the elves, you know, a, a ice ball, right? Um, yep. Or a, or, yep. or a yellow punch. snowball that would suck. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Those dark oh, elves, man, man, they'll throw you. they'll throw the yellow snowballs at you, right? Oh, oh yeah. So you can go ow and ew yeah. at the same time. <laughs> oh, that's it. You, you some advantage uh, from their, their throws like ew. I've stunned my opponent. Ew. That's ew. right. Maybe have them make like a little bit of like a uh, it's what still a resilience. Warm. <laughs> maybe I know. Maybe a resilience check for a uh, poison. Yeah. Ah, take a couple straight. <laughs> it's melting that's down great. my pants. Oh. Uh, hit me in the face. It's running my mouth. Ah, mouth. <laughs> That's gross. Why well, you hit me in the face with Isn't a sludge ball? <laughs> so yeah, take that off the slab and run with it, folks. There you go. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're back. Um, Welcome to our next segment called Advantageous Advantageous Threats. Uh, one of our favorite segments where we build, roll, and narrate die results for some sample skill checks for your entertainment and ours, of course. So today I'll be running a short little scenario. Um, I was inspired by... Uh, one of our listeners, Cody Doolittle, on uh, Twitter, a.k.a. Tally Darkstar. He was just uh, fiddling around with the Hero Forge website uh, that builds custom miniatures. So you can really make whatever kind of creature or character you want, well, from f- mostly fantasy, but you can do sci-fi as well and horror. And they keep coming up with more stuff, accessories and uh, bits and pieces for customizing the mini. And he came up with something really far-fetched out there. Uh, A half centaur, half uh, undead winged monstrosity wielding a flaming chainsaw and electrified minigun. And of course he's got these big uh, old gunpowder cannons strapped to his back, like you do, and a dragon's tail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I decided, hey, that's pretty good. I, I challenged him, hey, put some stats to that. And he did. <laughs> I just tweaked it uh, maybe a little bit, but he uh he used a little website that's kind of cool uh for building stuff. Uh, I had the website here. Oh god, I had it. I forgot well, we'll put it, it in the show notes. I'll put it in the show notes, but it's uh, a cool quick little website allows you to build some NPCs and PCs too, but NPCs really quickly. And uh, it's another alternative to RPG sessions. Uh, has dice rollers as well. So I created that and it's the Chimeric Centaur Belasco Thunderstep who terrorizes the North American plains in a post-apocalyptic setting. He is the uh, the scourge of the Orange Sands, the leader of the mutant horde of havoc, mm-hmm. and he's found the uh, 
the settlement that our two heroes uh, call home, and he wants to destroy the dam upriver and flood the valley. Huh. Well, I don't know about you, Tony, but didn't we create like a cabin in the in the mountains somewhere? And <laughs> we have plenty of water up there. Uh, no. <laughs> Holy uh, shit! Rack up, Ross. Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay, so we got to put a stop to Belasco. Yes. Thunderstep. Okay, then. We'll be, well, <sighs> we're playing the same characters we played last post-apocalyptic. Yes. yes. Refresh our uh, listeners' memories there, uh-huh. uh, Tony. Who do you have, Tony? Well, I am playing Pupper. Pupper mm-hmm. is a mutant soldier. Um, he kind of looks like a gray-skinned bulldog um, from the waist up. Uh, although he wears some hodgepodge um, homespun armor. Um, he's loyal to one. a fault. Uh, I have a picture. It's on the RPG sessions if you... Yeah. yeah, That's cool. Um, yeah, he's... Uh, he's... Uh, Motivation-wise, he's uh, he's got a thing. He d- desires to belong. His fear is captivity. He doesn't like, you know, doesn't want to be a captive. He was previously a prisoner in a traveling circus as a freak. Um, his strength is loyalty. He is loyal to his friend, to a fault. And uh, his flaw is he has a bit of a simple mind. Um, mm-hmm. He likes to eat. He likes to sleep. He likes to play. Play on toys of hard rubber. <laughs> <laughs> he likes to eat. He likes to sleep. He likes to play. Mm-hmm. Whatever the game is, sniff yeah. butts, um, and uh, yeah, he's pupper. Okay, Ross, how about you? <laughs> well, what what about you, Chris? Uh, whoa, um, I'm playing a character who calls himself Keanu because he's kind of a Keanu Reeves movie buff that he watched before the apocalypse happened. Um, mm. Found the found pupper. They found each other, um, and he's pretty much a wiry, skinny ex-football player, baseball player from, you know, star athlete in high school. I know he has Annie and Mika with him. You know, Annie is his trusty nail bat, and Mika is his trusty zip gun. <laughs> um, and um, of course, his loyal buddy Pupper. Um, That's right. That's right. I mean, he pretty. He's got some wicked sports pads though that he wears. His, you know, football shoulder pads. Um, figured he'd use those. Uh, his motivation is, you know, his survival. That's what he is. He's a survivalist yeah. explorer. Um, his desire is safety for him and his friends, especially his, his buddy. He fears change. So he kind of goes through a daily routine. He just kind of fears change. And, of course, mm-hmm. with the apocalypse happening, he's just kind of a little screwed up in the head. But his biggest strength is he's courageous. He might be a wiry, skinny little bastard. But, man, he is, he'll pretty much try and do anything if it means the safety and survival. <clears throat> and a mm-hmm. uh, big flaw is he doesn't necessarily tell the truth all the time, but um, kind of deceptive because he just mm-hmm. had to learn to do that. Right to what? survive all this time, but I never, can't tell. Would never lie to his buddy, <laughs> or would he? Uh, I can't tell. <laughs> I believe you, boss. That's right. Good, good, good. Yeah, it's not going to be so a problem. Far, so good. Yeah. Totally heard this. This yeah. guy is going to be a pushover potentially. <laughs> well, that's, oh, that's it. An so idea. you're trying to. 
push Boss him says over. it's true, it's true. That's right. You're going to push him over <laughs> the sky dam. is green. Trust, exactly. trust master. Trust master. What the boss says is true, it's true. <laughs> the sky is green, grass is blue. Mm-hmm. True. Don't even In know. post-apocalyptic, yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, probably is. I not know. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So yeah, so, so you've need, uh, you've probably need to go scout were, uh, out this dam, huh? Well, that's it. You've you, you've established yourself as a really good reputation in, with the settlement. Uh, once you raided that old base uh, and got some medicines, yeah. you were able to go back since you knew about it. And the robot was already damaged. Eventually, took it down, and uh, yeah. were able to raid a lot of bit a lot of those uh, that base. But that's when you got discovered by Belasco. He followed you back to uh, your settlement. Now he wants to raise the whole thing to the ground. Him and his his no. horde of havoc. So while his horde is uh, busy keeping uh, the settlement busy uh, attacking it, you know, he's, he's got fortified walls and stuff, mm-hmm. uh, makeshift you know sheet metal and bricks and sandbags, and, uh, using uh, whatever can, uh, he can to uh, to hoard to, to protect the. Uh, the settlement, you guys have uh, found that uh, Belasco's heading up to the dam. He's kind of flying, running, and he substituted his cannons that are on his back to for explosives. I just get him, Ross. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure I might know the know the area pretty good. Um, oh yeah, you've so been I'm up thinking... uh, and around. You've got an old yeah. jeep. Yeah. Oh, okay. You have access to well, get up there real quick. Yeah, so we'll try and maybe use use that jeep and make our way up to the to the dam quickly, if All as right. quickly as we can. Then is this All jeep right, cool. um, like open air? Yeah, yeah, one of those old big military jeeps. You know, nice. it's easy open to maintain. Air, not, no not, not a lot of nope, not a lot of electronics, so easy to maintain. Just mechanics. Okay. All right. So we're driving along. Yeah, and I. I'm sitting in the passenger seat because I can't drive, nope. um, and I'm and I'm hanging out <laughs> so, hanging out the passenger seat, just letting the breeze hit my face, <laughs> tongue out the side. Oh, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> lips are flapping in the wind. There you go. That's right. Goofy grin with slobber yeah. flying all over the place. Uh-huh. There we go. Absolutely. And just in the distance, as you're getting close to the dam, mm-hmm. it's an old, old thing, but it still runs. The mm-hmm. power plant doesn't really work, but still, the valves and stuff, locks still work. Uh, apparently, uh, Belasco has uh, killed whoever uh, was guarding uh, the area, maintaining the valves and stuff. But now he's he's going towards the center of the dam to hopefully plant his ex- his explosives. Okay. Well, Hurry, boss. we'll try chase and, him down. Yeah, let's try and find a way into this place and Well, he's running along the uh on the up on the uh, top side of the of the dam. Okay. He's kind of fly sort of flying, hovering, running on the, the maintaining his balance kind of with his wings. Yep. Does the road go up that way? Yeah, you go all the way to the edge. Uh, you're on the opposite side of the river that he's coming in from, but you can meet sort of in the middle. It's not a huge river. Okay. Uh, maybe uh, tops a hundred yards or a hundred meters across yards. 
All right. Yeah, that sounds sounds good. So it looks like he's he's running across the top. Is he looking for an entrance in or to get inside uh, of the dam then, right? To maybe put the explosives no, in or he just not even he, he just wants them. to put them on yeah, on the uh well. on the down river side, let's say, uh just on the okay. bottom. But he needs to get to there and then okay. slide them down, like get them off his back and so he's got wings ignite them. too, so he can fly. So yeah, not, so right. knocking he's, him off he's waited probably wouldn't help. But. Yeah, well, he's he's weighted down a little bit. Those explosives are pretty big, They're like the same size as his cannons. Uh, so he's more like hovering. He's, he helps okay. his wings. His wings help him fly uh, or run a little faster, but he okay. can't take off uh, right now until he's dropped them off. Okay. Well, I don't know. Can we? Are we thinking ramming can, speed? Uh, oh, whatever you say, boss. <laughs> well, the, the 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 top of the dam itself is wide enough for at least one vehicle to go across back and forth, but only one at a time. That's cool. That works. One direction or or the yeah. other. So let's drive up to him then. You could do right. that. You could do that. Yeah. <laughs> Smash. All right, so you it. go. There's so no debris in the, the way, gate. is there? That's the first there's thing I'm looking one, for. Yeah. There's just one of those little gates that, uh, you know, that red and white painted, but that can easily blow through. Nice. Uh, That's what we do. Watch your head. Get your head in. Pop up. Oh. Watch it. <laughs> just before that, you just snake your way across the little barricade that just like those World yeah. War One beach uh, things in, in metal, but you snake oh, your yeah. way around it or there. Oh, yeah, the dragon teeth. Yep. Yeah. I'd like to spend a... Story point, right? Um, to have okay. in the back of the jeep, we didn't put it there. Somebody did. I'd like to spend a story point to say that there is a rope with a weighted end, like a grappling hook, at the in the back of the jeep. Sure, sure. They they, they found some kind of small anchor from uh, a pleasure boat. Entirely, <laughs> a rope to that. All right, all right. I'll rope him in case he tries to get away. Okay, boss. All right. <laughs> So I'm making a beeline straight towards this guy, and Papa, right, I guess you're, you're prepping the you're prepping the lasso. <laughs> I'm climbing up onto the back of the jeep, holding yep. onto the roll yep. bar, and I'm going to start yep. swinging that thing overhead. Nice. All right. All right. All right. So everyone rolls uh, either vigilance or cool. I already rolled for this guy. Okay. So he okay. Gets, yellow. I got a total of yeah. Yellow and a green for me. Oh, I got three successes on mine. All right, I got I got pretty good for him. Okay, through three successes, three point zero. Yep, for me. Yep. Okay, puppers. Yeah. Um, for some reason, it's not rolling. All right, I'll have no. to use physical dice. The dice roller. Well, sometimes. Oh, sometimes you have to put a name to the dice. Action. Oh yeah, that's right. I don't know why, but. That's right. I forgot. Okay. Even even one letter is fine. I find. <laughs> All right. I had one single success. That's it. All right. And this guy gets four. Meanwhile, I'll get my physical dice out because I'm tired of not okay. being able to roll. 4.3.1. He actually gets a triumph as well. You got what? Jesus What'd you roll? Got a triumph and three advantage and four successes. So he, he's managed... He sees you guys out of the corner of his eye, right. his goggles, and puts on a bit of speed and have a, like a free maneuver. He gets uh, a little further, a bit, an extra bit of wind or uh, updraft with okay. his wings, 
is able to throw himself off uh, a bit of extra distance. Okay. That'll be his one maneuver. So he's a little closer to the middle. Okay. And that'll be it. So that's his. So it's his action first, and uh, player and player. So, takes another maneuver as part of his regular action to keep moving. Mm-hmm. And sees you guys and sees the big dog, dog boy, <laughs> flipping a, a heavy weighted iron. Swings his chain gun towards you guys and starts opening up. Oh no. <laughs> Look out, pupper! All right. <laughs> so, that is his. That shields, come on. Where is it? Not Gatling flaming gun? chainsaw. Gatling gun. Where is it? Gatling gun. Holy fucking yeah. Bring <laughs> it. Right. Heavy armor, thundering hooves. No. Where is this? the stats for his uh his Gatling gun? It doesn't appear on the stat block that I created for him. Oh no, stats oh. doesn't have it. That's right. Not <laughs> <laughs> well, a flavor text, but. <laughs> maybe, maybe. He left it at home. Oh gosh, golly gee darn. Gosh, golly gee darn. He does have the explosives in his hand though, maybe, right? <laughs> Alright, so now we'll uh, we'll just wing it. That's all. Very nice. Cool. Uh, yeah. Alright, so take his take his melee skill and just reduce it by one. So just there you go. Uh, you guys are at long range for him. Okay. Still. And he's not taking a maneuvered aim. He's just firing. It's inaccurate because it's wielded in one hand. Mm-hmm. Oh, what the hell? He'll aim. Take two strain. What the hell? Good. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah, in- okay. Inaccurate. Uh, he'll spend a story point uh, to upgrade that. So we got three yellow, two, one green, three yellow, one green, three purple, a black, and a blue. Um, you know what? Flip one on our side because we're All going toe to toe with this guy in the jeep, and then he's firing right. at us with the Gatling gun. That's yeah. it. And yeah. he's got explosives on his back, and you never know. You Things never might know. get interesting. Bullet could ricochet back. <laughs> yeah. All right. No despairs. Quite a few failures, so those success cancel out the successes, of course. All right, so I'm left with one advantage and one success. So he fires the Gatling gun. All right, shoot at at the vehicle. In general, not enough to activate any kind of ability. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, so no crits either. Okay, so. Does damage to t- thirteen points of damage to the jeep? Okay, which I'm thinking a Gatling gun is a personal yeah. scale weapon, and I do have the expanded player's guide up. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I'll just look look for a quick yeah. vehicle. I call we, yeah. I call this an auto cannon, but whatever it doesn't matter. Auto cannon? Yeah, sure, sure. Um, let's see. So we'll just do a basic truck. Yeah. Um, Basic truck has, looks like the basic truck has a 10 for a hull threshold. Right. So you do, so you you just hit it, but I'm thinking a Jeep probably has about half that. I'm thinking probably five. I'll call it six. Maybe six? Been right. first. Yeah. Well, it has five now. It has five now. Yeah. Well, 
Yeah, so smashing it up. So I'm guessing you're going to probably want a driving check on my turn for that, which I'll probably go so I could get Puppers close. So yeah, I'll try and, I'll try and close and, the gap here. And I'll, and I'll use the advantage to put an uh, automatic uh, setback on you. Okay, uh, so I'll do that. One of the tires, not a tire, but uh, some parts of the suspension is damaged, so that makes it a little bit more difficult. Okay. Maybe the front bumper. You hit the front bumper, it fell off, and yeah. we rolled over it. Yeah, there you go. There you go. There you go. Kind of Just ran over this. it. Okay, cool. Good for um, one round. So let's see. So I'm probably going um, fast enough to kind of close that gap, probably not going like 100 miles an hour or anything. So probably no, going but... speed two, one or two, probably. Going across faster, the top of faster. <laughs> so I'm not sure what kind of check that would be. Maybe the silhouette uh -huh. of the vehicle is probably a two or a three, and I call we'll it two. Yeah, two. just a little bit bigger than human. So okay, so, all right. So I got three green, two purple, and a black, and I don't have any mm -hmm. driving talents that'll help me with this. Okay. Um, let's see. What kind of driving maneuvers can I do? I think it's. I think it's uh, just kind of an accelerate. So I'll just yeah. accelerate once. So the handling of it, the handling of the truck is a minus three or oh, minus man. two. But I'm no, thinking, we'll say it's, um, yeah. it's, it's been souped up a little bit, minus two tops. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, truck is minus two. Okay. Um, wasteland, so buggy minus, one plus, one minus one for the Jeep, so another setback. Okay. Um, all righty. Do you want to do anything to this pool? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. I'll flip a point. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay. So we got three green, a red, a purple, and two black. All right. All right. Let's get this thing closer. Okay. A couple of cancels on the successes, but I do get a simple success. And Good enough. one threat. Ooh, all right. Yeah. So I'm thinking so you closing, yeah. yeah, kind of closing the closing the gap. Um, ultimately I kinda wanna ramming speed kind of hit him but right. i don't think i'll get there this turn but i'm um, getting close you're pretty close yeah you're pretty close this time you'll be like it was like long my... range from each other now so it's probably like medium short, range medium or short range maybe oh so pupper range, can yeah. throw so pupper can make his <laughs> what do we what kind of attack you call it a stony <laughs> improvised weapon thrown improvised weapon well, yeah range light or range heavy whatever we call it ranged and, uh, yeah, go ahead then. Uh, so that was NPC, PC, I did PC have a again. threat there. I don't know what you wanted to do with that threat. Uh, with that one threat. Okay. You're, 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 you're dodging some bullets. Uh, mm. they put a setback on Pupper's uh, action. Okay. You're trying to avoid some obstacles okay. and the bullets. Flying I, I all accelerate over. a little bit. Might. Yeah. Pupper's got to stabilize Whoa. himself in the back as he's standing. Yeah. <laughs> Not quite so stable as he wants. Right. Right. <laughs> Okay. Uh, I'd like to petition my GM to let me use my brawn for this because I am just trying to throw this at him. Yeah. Not yeah, trying to be finesse or anything no. like that. I'm just chucking it straight at him. Right. Yeah, brawn would definitely be appropriate. Go ahead. Cool. Okay. So, brawn uh, with a setback die. Uh, mm -hmm. Still have two story points on your side. Range you said is short range. Short, yeah. But I would, it's an imp, it's a heavy improvised weapon, so I'm going to add two difficulty. Okay. So it's a total of three. Right. 
It's a freaking boat anchor tied to a rope. Aim. Yeah. You're not moving. <laughs> aim. Yeah, you can, can aim, with you can aim if you want. Oh, yeah. I'll spend my maneuver to aim. <laughs> aim that. All right. So we're looking at a five green. That's Whoa. my brawn. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, three purple and uh, a setback and a, and a boost die each. Uh, oh, okay. And yeah, yeah, I might want to try him. So I'll flip. Yeah. Why don't All you? right. Don't want him to hurt the settlement. Mm-hmm. No, I'm I'm uh, I'm okay with the roll, so no, I'm not flipping back. So. Okay, uh, okay. So um, I ended up with a, a whole bunch of cancellations and a single success. That's it. Oh, <laughs> awesome! <laughs> hey, that, the success is the most important part in some way. Some way, so you did succeed at your action. Right. <laughs> Hit him with a so boat whoosh. anchor. <laughs> yeah. Didn't roll enough advantage to ensnare him with it or anything, but I'm assuming since this is a heavy improvised weapon, we're talking brawn plus three maybe for damage. Sounds good. Yeah. I'd say so. Okay. So that's going to be eight damage to him. Eight damage. I'm Nine. sorry. Nine, right? Nine with the single success. Oh. There you go. Oh, okay. So he's a massive, he's a big, he's a big creature, you know, half. Half horse, half man, uh, really large. He's got six soak. Pretty tough. Oh, shit. But still, still do some points of damage. Three of them go through. Clang! Clang onto his shoulder. Blood draws. Mm -hmm. All right. All right, so that's that. Go back up to top of the round as he's... (laughs) Getting, getting, takes another maneuver to get close to the uh, the middle of the uh, of the dam. He's there. Uh, so are we? So, <laughs> yeah, you're getting. <laughs> we were at short range. I think now we're at yeah. now we're right next to each other. So we're meeting right at, at the middle. <laughs> you're, yeah, you're being meeting in engaged range. So uh, this time he's going to use his flaming chainsaw. <laughs> to cleave through the vehicle and maybe hopefully maybe get you guys as well. Oh, so there we go. Brawn. Ooh, nasty. He's nuts. No, that's melee. Sorry. A brawn. So two yellow, three green. And, and melee, that's basic two purple. Uh, let's see. He's got, uh, it's cumbersome. And it's also, Big freaking chainsaw, yeah. It's not necessarily, it's unwieldy a little bit. So, inaccurate. One. And he'll aim one, uh, take another maneuver to aim. There you go, a little bit more strain. All right, so you guys want to do anything with this? Uh, I'm going to flip one to upgrade. One more. Did we have one to start on our side? Yeah. Yeah, you, you still yes. have not yet. Now you have two. Yeah, so. let's 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 flip that. Let's flip one because despair. Mm-hmm. That's well, that's it. Despair, buddy. You never know. Hopefully. Well, you're not da, da, da. So oh, we'll see. No, the, the red became a blank, unfortunately. Oh. Oh. So, oh, I know, I know. Mm-hmm. So a couple of advantages, so they're canceled out. Okay, I'm left with 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 with. Four, one, one, two, three, four, five successes and one advantage. Okay. So he's not really accurate with it. He doesn't use it to full effect, let's say, to, to gain some other additional damages, but still nasty. 
Uh, this damage plus four, total of nine base. And what did I say? Five successes? Yeah. yeah 14 damage on the, on the Jeep again. Well. <laughs> oh. As now the Jeep is more damaged. And as another setback, and you kind of maneuvers on it. Okay. That's the only thing I'm going to use the advantage on. That makes sense. So. <laughs> so another setback on that. All right. Um, well, the other, the first setback uh, is gone. You, right. you, oh, you rolled good. over the, the fender. Yeah. Yep. This is just this one. This round. Okay. There we go. So who wants uh, to go next? Well, Pupper, did you want to do something? Because I'm I'm a, I'm ramming this I'm ramming this Jeep into him. This turn, I'm just going to do a quick turn and a leap out of the Jeep. Um, All right ahead. I'll leap out after. Okay. So, yeah, so that's basically what I'm going to do. I'm just going to uh, ram the Jeep into the guy um, and right. kind of jump out the other side. Because you said it's skinny enough, this dam is, so that right. it's just one vehicle. Um, yeah, one lane, just... yeah, with a bit of a curb on either side. But, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Prevent anyone from actually accidentally going over the edge. There we go. All right. So my driving check probably, right? Um, yeah. Okay. So three green, two purple, and a and two black. You're Stand coming it. to a complete stop at speed two, slamming into him, right? Yep. Pretty much. Well, it's going to be, a, hopefully I'll hit him with the collision. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Oh, he's, uh, I didn't so, forget the last turn, but uh, he's adversary one. So. so auto upgrade for the dangerousness, and maybe upgrade again for adversary, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, and then I'll um, I'd like if we have a story point, I'd like to spend one because yeah, I'd have really two. like to that, get a, now you have one. Like to get that. <laughs> sure. Advantage if I can, or yeah, sort of and I'll flip more. one back because mm -hmm. you know you're. You're engaged now with someone with explosives on his back. <laughs> nice. Nice. Okay, here we go. All right. Uh, can I aim? <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to aim. With yes, I am. What the hell? Okay. So, not going to be successful. Actually, oh. I am successful. <gasps> one success, one threat again. <laughs> That's what counts. So That's I basically, so, I'm, so my what I was doing, I want to run into him. So right, pretty sure it's going to be a collision, right? Yeah. So a crit or what? Uh, vehicle crit versus uh. centaur crit. <laughs> so minor minor collision. If yep. you're ramming, it's a minor yeah. collision on us. Yeah. We get one critical. For a major yeah. collision, if he's a interpersonal personal scale, I'd say give him a crit with plus twenty. Yeah, that okay. sounds good. All right. Oh, you guys want to roll the crit on him? All right. I'll let, let you me, get the. Here goes the crit. Plus 20, plus 20. is going to be yeah. 68 total. So I rolled a 48, so 68. 68. That's uh, average scattered senses. The target removes all boost from all from skill checks until healed. Okay. Ow. So he can't aim. <laughs> If he takes the aim, he won't get the boat. You won't get the bonus. There we go. <laughs> All right, boom! You hit him. There's the anchor flies up into his face. Pang! Oh, 
Yeah. <laughs> Scattering his senses. Uh-huh. And now, do you think he... that would do damage too, Stefan? Most likely. I mean, this guy's big, but he's not impervious, even though he's a mutant. Right. Uh, well, for a vehicle, yeah, call it... Uh, Large improvised damage, weapon? Large improvised <laughs> weapon of uh, damage two. Plus one for your success, it would be like 30 damage. 30? For on a personal? Well, if it's personal scale, right? That works. I don't know. Or uh, half that, maybe. Yeah, right. yeah, I, okay. I, yeah, I would think maybe half that. I don't know. Half that, 15, I'm, still pretty good, pretty, pretty nasty. I won't have his soak value against that, though. Uh, way too big. But uh, yeah. all right, so 15 damage. All right. Sure. He's still up. He's still up. Bang. <laughs> his, his wing is crumpled. Uh, he's, you know, a, a leg get, is torn up pretty badly uh-huh. as you, you do. You sort of skid by. Uh, it wasn't a solid on hit, but on the corner of, uh, of the jeep, you you spin around a little bit with your threat. That'll uh, impose a a setback on the next character's action. Okay, you're skidding all over the place. So, what's Popper doing now? Well, um, I'm going to leap on him and latch on with my patented pit bull bite. All right. <sighs> Um, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> doesn't have any defense, so so maneuver to silhouette. Yes, silhouette three. All right, well. maneuver to move into engaged range. Right. Um, and then uh, as we go by, yeah, him, probably. You yeah. Just yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I'll bull rush. So use the okay. bull rush talent, um, which is in I think that's in Terranoth, and I was looking it up. See what the verbiage on it is because I forgot to put that in my I think character. It's two successes and an advantage, maybe. Maybe I'm berserk. not sure. Maybe I'm thinking berserk. Bull rush, move to engage foe, make a brawl or melee check, and then use three advantage or triumph to knock prone or ah. and away one range bend. Oh, there you go. You can knock him prone. So you right. basically get the knockdown. All right. So uh, I can give you a boost up because you probably you still have the rope nearby and can help. <laughs> Get you closer in gauge range. Not to Faster. mention a sudden stop that we're going to hitting the guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bring you forward. <laughs> Cannonball so special. To range. Um, melee difficulty upgraded once for adversary. Does he have any defense? Yeah. Nope. No defense. No just melee one defense. Setback, just one setback for uh, the, the roll oh, yeah. from a crash. Uh, yeah. No. yeah. <laughs> yeah. One setback from leaping out of a crash. <laughs> All right. Um, these guys were having the rope on them with the with the anchor kind of tangled up. Okay, let's see. Hmm. Yeah, I think I'm going to go ahead and use my uh, maneuver to activate Berserker also. Oh, all right. Berserker. So I'll spend the two strain to activate Berserk. And just double checking, I think that gives me some extra advantage. I think it's two successes and an advantage, I think, or one of each. Can't remember. Yeah. I'm looking now. Um, Berserk. There it is. Uh, it is... Yeah. Add a two, success one, one success and two advantage. Thank you. Sorry. that I wish I had remembered to put that on. So I have okay. that right here. Add it in. Now I'm rolling. 
Do you have anything else you want to do, Stefan? Nope, I'm good. Okay. Uh, did you spend a story point? You got I did two not. on your I left side. It alone. Okay. I'm, uh, I am too. Okay. Uh, so that cancels that die. That cancels out my two advantage, leaving me with one, two, three, four, five, six successes and two advantage. All right. So. <laughs> so you managed to uh... Uh, with two advantage I'd like to just latch on <laughs> right. know, I'm clamped on good I'm not I'm not letting go <laughs> <laughs> all right sure sure <laughs> all right and so damage for uh, for pupper's uh, patented pit bull bite is uh, going to be seven plus the six successes for a total of 13. 13. All right. So the soak definitely applies this time. It's still seven points going through. Mm -hmm. Uh, He can't use, he's got the parry talent, but that's not only applies against against melee combat. So not in this case. Um, All right. I think it applies in brawl also. Yeah, he can Uh, can do it on this. He can parry that. Try to, if he takes damage, right? reduce it. Okay, so you can suffer three strain. Mm-hmm. One, two, three, and reduce the damage by five. Nice. Yeah. Five so ranks of parry. Holy crutz. Thanks, <laughs> Cody. Jeez. <laughs> or two rank. Two, three. I think that'd be three ranks. Uh, three, of parry. parry three. That's three ranks. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. It's two plus ranks. That's right. Yeah. Seven. You would only suffer two points of damage. After all of that, so he manages to twist and you you bite, but not as deeply as you want. But you're still latched on. True <laughs> <Chew> toy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, final round. We'll see what goes on. Third round. Let's. Yeah, of course. Now he's pissed off at being rammed, and now he's got his dog ripping at him. So chainsaw whips around, flaming of course. <laughs> Tries to hit puppers. All right, and he's got. Since you're a berserk, he gets a, an advantage against you. Uh, one success against you. Yeah, he gets a success. So that's again his melee: two yellow, three green. Right, and two purple. Do you have any defense? No. All right, no defense. That's fine. Uh, it's inaccurate. Still gets a setback, though. You can't get any bonuses for aiming because of his critical injury, but I will flip my last story point to upgrade. Well, I will flip one back. All right. And upgrade because there. Upper's moving around a lot. When yeah. Fights on. His body's <laughs> writhing back and forth. Nice. All right. So there you go. All right, so those two cancel there. Do I have anything else? One there. I do have a couple of successes, two successes, and five advantage. So three with three successes, that's a total of, let's see, is damage plus four. So nine, base nine, plus the two successes. So, so ten, 11 damage. All right, I'll soak seven of that. Take four. Pierce, pierce two though, because of the uh, both flaming and uh, chainsaw effect. I'll take six. And 
His crit is four, so I'll use you know, his uh, oh. one of them to to inflict a. Uh, <laughs> I got someone in my window, a stalker in my window of my office. <laughs> my husband <laughs> at night, <laughs> and it's vicious one, so plus ten. Yeah, bring it. A total of one hundred. Oh, oh no! Crippled. One no. of the target's limbs limbs is impaired until it's it's healed. You increase the difficulty of all checks that require that limb by one. Holy bucket! So whips the uh, the chainsaw around and damages one of his arms, his right arm, as it bites and flames. Oh my! Uh, yeah, I think poppers. I'm gonna let go. No poppers! <laughs> like added effect. I'm just gonna let go and. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and one advantage left. I'll just a setback to the next character going. Who goes next? Well, um, if you want to feel I, free. I, it makes sense. I think yeah. Pupper's gonna react. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that that uh, that um, that yelp turns into a growl. Right. Um, <laughs> and uh, I'll aim this next one. And, right. Uh, so you've got two story points on your side. Yeah, I'm go. Okay, so I'm going to um, try and latch on again. Just making sure I have grapple. I was making sure I could. It's a. I'll activate right. it if I hit. All right. Um, so yeah, we'll do that. Here goes. Do you want to do anything else to the pool? Uh, nope, I'm good. All right. Well, you know what? Puppers is Puppers angry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So he is going to go ahead and upgrade. All right. Sorry. That's okay. I should Fair have enough. asked. I should have done that first. But in fact, you know what? Put it back. Okay. Now roll. No. Uh, all right. Uh. Oh boy, this is a f- exciting roll. Here we go. Oh. <laughs> There's a triumph and a despair. Oh, oh. How- <laughs> all right. <laughs> However, uh-huh. I have one, successes. two, uh, one, two okay. successes. Good. One, two, three, four, five advantage, a triumph and a despair. All right. So you do manage to basically bite him again? Is that what you were? Yeah, lap- latching uh-huh. on. Right. So okay. how much how much damage there? Just to um, that is going to be seven normally nine. Nine, all right. Two Three successes. points go Three points go through. Perfect. And uh Triumph, I'd like to knock one of the explosives off him and it goes falling down into the river. Sure. Nice. All right. One of them bloop. Or both. Sploosh. Mm-hmm. Or both. I don't care. If, if it's, uh, it's I have five advantage. I, I could totally um, yeah, knock the explosives off. Them. Knock all two. the explosives off for all yeah, of them. The yeah, two, the two large tubes that look a bit like the cannons are on the illustration that I've got. They slide, but with the despair, one of them slides on the on the opposite side. You know, uh, instead of where the well, upriver, uh, and it'll probably slide on the inside, inside by, by the side of the dam. And, ex- and if it explodes there, boom, <laughs> it might fracture the uh, the dam anyway. Well, the other one f- 
flies off downstream, and even if it explodes down the river, it'll it won't break the dam. <laughs> gotcha. Okay, I get what you're saying. So okay. they both. So basically, I just tried to grab a hold of him, and I grabbed the straps yeah. that was holding those on, there and I just shredded through those. Took a chunk of his flesh off with it, and, oh, yeah. and they fall in opposite directions off his back. Gotcha. That's One it. going upriver, one going downriver. You were like a, on a bucking bronco. Basically, he's trying to get you off as well with the flaming chainsaw. Well, I mean, all he had to do was buy me some wine first. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> he's a mutant. He has no etiquette. <laughs> so one cannon goes flying into uh, the lake, basically, which could be pushed against the dam. The other one flies downstream. All right. And then we go to finally the last mm-hmm. PC slot. Chris. So you said that, you know, I, I picture um, just me stopping. So if I hit him, kind of controlling right. the vehicle and stopping at like maybe short range on the other side of him, right? Yeah. Turn around in my seat, draw the zip gun and kind of prop it on the back of my seat, right? And kind of yeah. take a shot at this guy unless the pipe bomb coming towards the dam, I don't know if a zip gun would be able to blow it up. Now we'll shoot this guy because he's hurting my yeah, buddy. Okay. Hurt my buddy. We'll yeah, shoot right. this guy. So short right. range. I'll aim. Yep. I'll take some strain to aim because I'll figure it'd be kind of a maneuver to I'll kind blame. of stop and draw my gun. Um, All right. Cool. So short range. Um, adversary one, but no defense. Adversary one, no defense. Okay. You said he's silhouette three, right? Yeah, he's big. So I'll, add, so I'll add a boost eye to that. Oh, yep. I keep forgetting that. Yeah. And then, um, <laughs> let's see. And then anything else? Was there any negatives that would be sent my way? No, that's right. We sent the one tube off the other way. That's right. Yeah. Um, and do we ha- do we have any story points on our two side? story points? Okay, story I'm gonna points. wait because I do have the lucky sh- lucky strike. So I'm gonna hold right. off, and if I do hit, I may activate that. Um, All right. Cool. Okay. Here we go. Ooh. Oh yeah. So the red comes up negative. So I do hit him for two. So that's going to be seven damage. All right. I'm going to flip a. I'm going to flip a point and add four more to that with my cunning strike, my lucky strike. Okay. So that's going to be eleven right. damage total. No pierce or anything. Oh, hang on a second. I had an inferior. It's an inferior weapon. Okay, ten damage. That came up one. Okay, one, total of 10 damage. All right. 10 damage, yep. Perfect. And then I will, it is crit four. I do have four advantage. I will crit him too. All right. Okay, but you should. They've been out? Okay, excellent. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I know. Okay. Perfect. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, how many crits does he have on him? He has a one from us hitting him with the vehicle. Tony, did you crit him? Uh, yeah. Or no? Just one crit. One crit on him. All right, so 60. 60. Total. Agonizing yeah. wound. Awesome. You would increase the difficulty of all brawn and agility checks by one until healed. So he's... Rock on. He scattered senses and critical injury. So Poppers, no! Yeah. <laughs> as, a, as that bazooka comes down and hits the dam, maybe. Right. For next time. <laughs> we'll see. Yes, but at least, you know. Uh, so, uh, sorry, I missed maybe a little bit of the the, the roll you said. Uh, so, I had, some damage so, I did and, hit, so I did hit him for 10 damage. Right, right. And then, and then I did the 60 for the crit. On him. The crit, all right. 
Yep. No, no threats or uh, no threat, no negatives. No negative came no up. No negatives. Oh, okay. Yep. All right. So you managed to uh, to disarm him of his bombs. That? that was with the lucky strike. Damn it. Yep. What was nice. lucky strike? All right. So they may have averted the threat. We'll we'll see uh, maybe in the next episode to see what ha- what happens. <laughs> I will say this: um, uh, my crit that I'd have is not one hundred. Yeah. I forgot I have a rank of durable, and it's not a may. It's a automatically reduces by 10. Oh, so okay. actually uh, you rolled a 90. So oh, okay. adjudicate that crit instead. But So we would have been compromised. Increases the difficulty of all skill checks by one until healed. All right. All right. And I just rolled one and uh, I got a threat. So I had one less advantage. No, no that's okay. Okay. That's okay. We'll still... Uh, so yeah, nasty combat with a big mutant monster. Oh, gosh. <laughs> big nasty mutant monster. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cody, I hate your monster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I had 43, 43 wounds. Holy 14, cats! Yeah, Maybe I should have let him strain. do thirty to him. Jesus. <laughs> Forty strain, fourteen strain, six soak. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, I went hog wild on him. You did. <laughs> But yeah, this little tool uh, called uh, Genesis Helpers has a couple of tools, one for initiative, dice, and the adversary creator, which is kind of cool. Cool. And you can custom. It has all the stuff from the EPG, so you can, you know, when you build creatures, oh, I want the tough creature, and I want the predator, and I want the gunslinger stuff. Awesome. You can, and then you can manually, of course, override some things, like, okay, I want the custom uh, characteristics instead of the... Uh, Characteristics of, let's say, uh, the born leader or the cunning foe. So, nice. nice. Kind of neat That's little awesome. tool. There you go. That was Advantageous Threats. All right, everybody. Well, that is our show for the night. For the month, for the year, for the week, for the year. That's right, <laughs> for the year. And um, next time, like I said, we're going to end our Saturday morning cartoon series, our three-part. We might come back to them. There are other Saturday morning cartoons. Um, oh, we'll yeah. come back to them next year. We have the Speed Buggy Invitational 2021. Um, so that's what we got next. I don't Excellent. know if we have any listener feedback. Do we there, Stefan? Yeah, we got an email, but it was more personal for you, homie. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's right. Fantasy I think ground module. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I think I might have mentioned that. Yeah, some guys are uh, creating a fantasy ground module for uh, fantasy grounds Unity. So look cool. for that out on the fantasy grounds forums, everybody out there. And if I find yeah. a link to it, I'll throw it in the show notes. Yeah. Cool. So. Um, and, uh, and yeah, the only other thing about listener feedback would be uh, if you have an idea for another Saturday morning cartoon, maybe some one of our listeners has some idea, reach out to us on any kind of social media platform or through our email. None of that obscure shit. I don't want some freaking no. <laughs> cartoon about some freaking monkey that is selling obs- insurance anime Uzbekistan. Uh, <laughs> I, I ain't gonna know about that guy. <laughs> Something fairly popular. Remember, we're the grog- we're grognars. I grew up with the '80s and the '70s and '80s yeah. cartoons from the '70s and '80s. 
Other yeah, than that, Bugs Bunny and stuff. You pull out Dora the Explorer on me, and I'm going to come over and clobber your computer. <laughs> Though, you know what? I wouldn't mind doing, what were those, those Teletub things, man? We could totally <laughs> do a kind of a ski forge, harpooning I'm out. Teletubbies, right? <laughs> Mutant Teletubbies. Yeah. <laughs> the purple dinosaur. We reskinned them like the Cobalts. I love you. <laughs> another one oh god poor us all right well yeah if you're gonna send those suggestions in you're going to email them to us at finding the narrative podcast at gmail.com or reach out to me and stefan on the facebook at finding the narrative all three of us finding the narrative on miwi or stefan alone if you just wish to talk to him alone and it personal one it's at <laughs> FTN underscore Genesis. Um, and uh, recommend us to others. Tell them to listen. We're on Podbean, iTunes, YouTube, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, Amazon Music, and maybe more. Um, iHeartRadio. Heart uh, well, I like our, saying and our, more. Yeah, I like and more. There's more. Because <laughs> there's that last <laughs> You know, we could take, we could take Spotify out of this list and then we'll add Spotify and iHeartRadio to the quote-unquote more. <laughs> right? <laughs> Who'd have thought that? Who would have? Because more is always the safety word as well. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It is your safe word. Mm-hmm. All right. So this is Tony saying, let's tell a story. Spend the story point. And this is Stefan saying, dare to ask for more boost dice. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Chris um, telling you all to remember the rule of cool and um, hold on to that steering wheel when your pet mutant dog buddy soldier <laughs> leaps on a big fucking centaur and just have fun doing it. <laughs> have more fun. <laughs> yes, have more fun doing it. So um, good night and good year, everybody. Happy New Year in 2021. Finding the Narrative, a Genesis RPG podcast, is not affiliated with or endorsed by any companies mentioned on this show. Any of the products mentioned on our show or appear on our website are the property and copyright of their respected owners. All items are used under fair use and educational and review purposes. All other items are the intellectual property of Finding the Narrative, a Genesis RPG podcast, copyright 2020, all rights reserved.